Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Today on the Ether, connecting Web3 beyond IBC with Rango Exchange, hosted by Tendermint Timmy. Let's take a listen. Could uh, usually people continue to trickle in for the next like five minutes, but we could start with um, just some basic intros. Um, we got TerraSpaces in here recording. I know quite a few people that can't make it just because it's the middle of the day, but um, are interested in the recording. So shout out TerraSpaces as always. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, we could just start with some intros. So I guess Martin and then whoever's on the, the Rango account, if you guys want to maybe just introduce yourselves and uh, what roles you play. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, okay, let me start. Uh, I'm George. I'm a co-founder and uh, developer of Rango. Basically, I both uh, I work both on the development side and also on the mar- marketing and business development side. Uh, I have a background in engineering and uh, some personal activity in, in the sector of finance. Awesome. And Martin? Uh, so I'm Martin. I'm head of growth and marketing in the Rango Exchange. Uh, I have a background in marketing and also sales in other company as well. Very cool. Um, and what? Just curious, what time zone are you guys in? Is it not the middle of the day for you guys? I assume evening. No, so it's we are in Turkey. Most of the team are based on Turkey, so it's around. Uh, uh, nine nine p.m. So that's around uh, night, but not not that late, right? Yep, gotcha. Yeah. So for anyone wondering why we're doing a, a middle of the day spaces compared to our, our normal uh, times, it's to <laughs> the Rango team, which I'm thrilled to be chatting with. I've kind of had an eye on you guys for a while. I remember long ago, um, me and Martin exchanged some some DMs about doing something like this. And I think I think I just kind of dropped the ball. There was a lot going on, but excited to circle back around to it, um, especially as you guys have done so much building since then. So uh, yeah, this is gonna be really fun. So I guess let's start with just let's pretend people haven't heard of you guys before at all. Um, what is Rango Exchange? Because I know it's a little different than most people might think. It's not necessarily your classic type of DEX or exchange. And either of you could take it. Uh, okay, let me take it. Uh, Rango is an aggregator. Uh, you know, on the blockchain, there are many DEXs and there are many bridges and there are uh, multiple blockchains. Uh, more than a half, more than a year ago, when we started, uh, the, the concept of having a multi chain future was not really. Uh, appreciated right um uh, do, do you have my sound sorry looks like yep. i'm yep you're sounding okay. good okay okay yeah, I yeah. Thought I was okay so so people didn't believe in a multi-chain future when we got started but now you can see uh that people are more more inclined to the multi-chain future so uh we thought that uh, if we have a multi-chain future there ne- needs to be an interface and uh, uh, an infrastructure project that aggregates all these uh com- complexities for the users and provide a single api and single a- a- interface for users so if you if you see the ui user interface of rango it's, it looks like a simple dex but on the back end there there's a huge infrastructure to make that simplification for users and also for wallets. Uh, so if you are building a wallet or if you are building a DApp, you can use our API and uh, you don't need to rebuild uh, all this infrastructure and connect to all those chains. We provide it as an API so developers can get up to a speed very fast. 
Awesome. And would would it be accurate to say you're an aggregator of not just um, dexes but also bridges? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. If you if you have uh, if you've been in the blockchain space, you you can move across chains using these decentralized bridges, and we also aggregate them. For example, which bridge is faster, which is cheaper, we we find uh, all these routes across bridges too. So on on one given day, you know, I might want to. Uh, use Rango to get an ERC twenty um, or some other or Ethereum itself even to let's say um, Osmosis or anywhere really Avalanche and on different days you know it might suggest different routes based on prices and liquidity and and that sort of thing right so it might recommend one bridge on a, at one point and another at another. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you have used Google Maps, uh, for example, you want to move from one side of the city to another side of the city each day uh, and at the time of the day, maybe in the morning, some routes, some uh, boulevard is uh, is uh, is jammed with traffic. So it routes through it routes you through uh, better uh, streets right so rango is the same it's like it's like a google maps for blockchains which route is better which is cheaper uh which route which bridge and which text gives me the best route awesome so yeah just as like a high level one sentence pitch this is what i used to describe you guys it's like pretty much able to uh use your guys platform and tooling to get any asset from any chain into any other type of asset or the same one on pretty much any other chain, so long as there's some bridging route somewhere between the two. So even including, let's say, Bitcoin to Atom, like native Bitcoin. I know you guys can integrate with ThorChain, um, which allows for sort of native BTC bridging, transferring. They do it kind of weird. Um, but really just an awesome thing from a high level. So for the end user, whenever you want to get assets from anywhere to anywhere else, um, whether or not you want to exchange those assets for a different uh, different one along the way or not, Rango's by far the easiest tool I've found to do it. Um, Sweet Martin, is there anything you want to add on that? Or? Uh, no, George explained Rango very completely. Awesome. Sweet. So... A little bit curious, we don't need to get too in the weeds here, but um, how exactly does does this sort of work under the hood as far as integrating multiple wallets uh, from different ecosystems, making it as few TXs for the user to sign as possible? Um, what you do on the surface kind of seems simple, but then when you use the platform, I'm just always very impressed by the UX. And so I've always kind of wondered, like, how, how you guys are doing this wizardry. Okay, let me explain it uh, this way. Uh, we have we have multiple uh, parts in our infrastructure. First, we need to aggregate all these data. We need to have real time data from bridges and dexes. Okay, then we. Uh, input this data to our routing algorithms so the uh, to find the best route uh, and then uh, give the best route to the user create the user creates the transaction uh, the, the backend creates the transactions and provides it to the user or to the wallet and the user signs it and then we uh, follow up with the transaction and track the transaction to check whether it succeeded or not and uh, find the output of the transaction. So each of these steps that I mentioned, it has its own uh, software engineering on the back end and it's a lot of headache to handle. So we handle it for the user uh, so, so the user doesn't have to do that. And uh, this this complexity because it, because is that we uh, we should find the route in real time, right? We we don't uh, uh, we we put the, most of the computation on on our own server, so the client will be the client, meaning the user interface or the wallet will be much simpler. Awesome. So, do you guys do you guys consider yourself? Do you guys have a home chain? Like, obviously, you're an incredibly cross chain oriented project. But I know that there is a Rango token. Um, so maybe we could talk about the token a little as well as like, do you have a particular chain where a lot of your code is hosted more so than others? Or how does that sort of work? 
so so we were on mostly on Terra, and our community was on Terra. Uh, most of our community was on Terra because Terra expand uh, inherently wanted to expand to many chains. So they had they had the best bridges and they had the most connections. But after the Terra collapse, we uh, we haven't settled on any other chain. Uh, but but uh, technically, our uh, our infrastructure. Our, uh, technical part of the uh, Rango is uh, based on many chains. We have a smart contracts on uh, approximately all of the EVM chains to uh, to patch the transactions. Uh, but uh, for the token side, we are uh, still revamping the tokenomics and the, uh, we will uh, release a plan in future, but it, it is not final as yet. Okay, gotcha. So, like at the moment, where where does that put the the Rango token? It's not what. Well, it, so it was living on Terra, and now you guys are working through sort of new tokenomics for it. Did I understand that right? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So even though the the specifics might be a little bit different, I'm just sort of curious. What role did the token play, or generally, what do you intend it to play? Uh, so. We are, as I said, as I mentioned, we are still revamping the idea, but the original ideas was uh, to use the token as uh, first governance and uh, treasury and also, yeah, and yeah, fees and also some, uh, maybe some idea, for example, like a gas station when you pay with Rango and get another token uh, for gas, uh, something like that. But uh, these are just now uh, ideas we, we might, uh, uh, re revamp the ideas we, we might come up with new ideas for the next version cool okay so and just to clarify for for everyone listening the the platform and the tooling that you guys offer you don't need rango token to do that so don't don't worry about that like they're they're you're good to go ahead and use their platform still even while they're working on that um it seems like it'll have sort of uh secondary roles in everything you guys are doing which i think is a really good way to go about something like this, especially when you're aiming to be cross-chain. It can be hard to, like, require a token for certain core functions as it, you know, can make it a lot harder to get around and do stuff. Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cool. So, um, what kind of... There's, like, a few other projects I've seen doing, like, somewhat similar stuff, but nothing quite to your guys' extent and, like, thoroughness and just the the kind of ease of UX that you guys have achieved. Um, what have you guys found in building? Like, do you have other competition? Um, and if so, like, are there challenges that you guys have overcome that put them ahead, put that put you ahead of them? Or um, where do you guys see yourself in this space of like being a cross chain bridge and DEX aggregator? Okay. Okay. Uh, so there are many other projects that are competing. When we started, uh, when when we launched our first version, other people were, were just considering this idea, right? So we were ahead of others. But uh, the challenges that we have faced from competition is that we, we really love the Cosmos ecosystem and especially in the Sword Chain, uh, Terra, and Osmosis. So we. Uh, we took the burden of integrating the cosmos. Okay, so um, why is that important? Because if uh, you integrate an EVM chain like Ethereum, like uh, Polygon, the the technology is exactly the same. You can uh, once you integrate an EVM chain, you can integrate all other chains. But we uh, added the cosmos chain because we really love the ecosystem and we wanted to route users through uh, both ecosystems. So this added a lot of headache for us, a technical headache and technical overhead. So uh, that's where we sit in the competition, right? So uh, most of the other uh, competitors um, uh, are specifically uh, tied to a to an ecosystem like EVM chains. But we, we were uh, we believed in a multi-chain future, so we we didn't limit ourselves to one uh, technology stack. Makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's what is sort of setting you guys ahead um, and make, making you stand out whenever someone stumbles across you or even just sees. I think, you know, you have a good product when just a screenshot of your UX, like in, in particular for you guys, you know, uh, a swap can like speak, speak a million words. I've, I've 
heard a lot of people kind of react to just seeing like the essence of what you guys can do with like, oh, wow, wait, that's pretty cool. Um, very visual to the way you guys lay it out in the UI. You can very much so kind of gather at a glance what exactly is happening, where your transactions routing through, where it might be swapping. Um, and it's just it's still kind of very impressive to see every time I see it, because it feels like where we need to be heading as a as a group of people who believe in the interchain and cross chains and making them work together <laughs> much more seamlessly for the end user. So um, very kind of you there. Yeah. Thank you. Here's just sort of a, a kind of fun question. I'm curious because I see uh, Rango Commander down there and of course Martin's profile picture. Where's the inspiration for the name and like the tie-in to Rango, which if I remember right was a fantastic movie, but <laughs> seems seems like a wild connection. I'm just kind of curious. We love Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we uh, we were thinking about the name, and uh, we, uh, all of the blockchains ha have uh, multi colors. I mean, for example, if when you look at the Ethereum, you see the, the specific color uh, as, as well as Solana or Osmosis. Uh, so we decided to name our uh, Mm, our protocol uh, as a, a very famous uh, character and a famous chameleon. Uh, so we named uh, our protocol uh, Rango uh, because we are multicolor like chameleon. Okay, that's actually, I, I had not made that connection, but that makes a lot of sense. And that's actually a very cool, cool way. I was kind of hoping you were just going <laughs> to stop after your first sentence, just say, we love Johnny Depp and mute your mic. I was kind of laughing. Yeah, because I could almost see like farther down the road too, when everything's more fleshed out and maybe there's like video material you could do. I could see some cool stuff, you know, uh, oh, what kind of, what kind of. What a chameleon, duh, geez, had a brain fart. A chameleon like changing colors as they go through different needles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Super cool. Okay, um, so I'm sort of curious. So far, I haven't heard of any like issues in this regard, which is, is awesome. But how you guys kind of manage or think about like security and... I guess other challenges, my first one I, I think of is sort of security of like wallet signing across ecosystems, but just you guys rely on various other platforms, right? Like you have no native liquidity pools or no bridge that you built yourself. Um, so what kind of challenges have you faced in that realm or just in general, how do you guys kind of tackle the security element of being an aggregator, which is sort of still a unique, neat thing, especially cross chain aggregator. That's sort of wholly unique. Um, and have any like challenges in that realm come up throughout your development? And uh, okay, let me take that. Uh, from the from the security standpoint, we don't increase uh, the risk for users. We don't decrease the risk. Uh, you you know when you use these D apps uh, on other interfaces, you you are taking the same risk. So we don't increase or decrease this risk for the user, but we we provide a better interface and better user experience. And uh, because, uh, as you mentioned, we use other protocols, for example, bridges and DEXs. So, so uh, it has the uh, same security as them. Uh, the challenges that we have faced is that, um, as you know, IBC's, IBC protocol is very secure, but uh, almost every other bridge has been hacked. In the past year, I guess $2 billion have been hacked uh, only on the bridges, right? So, so. Um, uh, we we put a lot of uh, checks on that. We we haven't uh, had a incident where when user uh, loses uh, money to a to a bridge uh, to a hacked bridge. But uh, we we what we have to to uh, rectify the uh, problem is that um, we we have uh, many health checks for the bridges, right? We we uh, our our infrastructure sends health checks to the bridges to make sure they are alive, they are working. But um, you you cannot predict all these. Uh, what is the exact situation? What uh, what may happen that we uh, didn't predict? Okay, so we are also uh, live. Uh, 
in live connection with our users. So if anyone uh, says something uh, bad happened, so so we shut the bridge down in our routing system uh, and uh, check what happened. Yeah, so that's the that's what what we are doing besides the besides the technical checks. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You guys are like the layer built on top of existing stuff that neither don't you kind of inherit their security. Um, do you, do you get, when it comes to like deciding um, who to invest time into implementing, like adding to your code base or whatever, do you guys have a sort of vetting process? Like a new bridge pops up, um, is it your policy to just sort of add it from day one and let the the free market users decide, or are you guys kind of selective with which exchanges and bridges you? want to kind of integrate into your platform? Most exchanges are based on a smart contract, so it's easy to uh, trust the smart contracts, especially if uh, they are verified, but the problem is on the bridges, right? So uh, we, we have uh, studied the design of uh, many bridges and uh, for some ecosystems, uh, for some chains, there is a single bridge, okay? So, so we, we, if we want to uh, bring that ecosystem, we need to integrate that, that uh, single bridge. There is no other route to that, for example. Uh, for example, if I remember sometime Harmony uh, just had its own bridge, no other bridge to other ecosystems. So we had to in integrate that. But uh, but when uh, there are multiple bridges, we try to do more decentralized and more, uh, what do you say, more transparent or uh, technically uh, and both technically and uh, from the uh, control perspective, uh, more, more decentralized. Uh, that's our criteria. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, also, uh, Rango Commander, I know I added you up here. If you want to jump in at any point, same with you, Martin. Definitely feel free if any of these answers play to, play to you guys' strengths or you just have any comments. Um, yeah, feel free to hop in. Or oh, actually, just because we kind of did intros um, at the beginning here, um, Rango Commander, do you want to do a quick intro? Are you officially part of the team, it looks like, and what role might you have? Or maybe he's AFK maybe he has some problem. Uh, he is our CEO uh, and one of the co-founders of Rango Exchange. Oh, awesome. Well, hopefully he can get his mic sorted. So we'd love to hear from him. Cool. Um, <laughs> team up here. Um, actually, there, there's a little just side question. How big is your guys' team? Like um, developers, around... leaders, managers, kind of all together, roughly. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we are around uh, 14 people. But uh, we are thinking to expand uh, the team uh, in the near future. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, there will probably be plenty of room for expansion as the, as the whole interchain sort of idea is really taking off in the past couple months, as we've all seen. So I think everyone in this field is going to certainly be looking to expand here soon. Um, exactly. How do, you, how do you guys expand actually where where's your like current revenue stream how do you host or you know employ 14 13 people um yeah where does that come in is there a like fee attached to swaps or other things uh, currently we don't uh, charge any fee only we charge a fee if uh, the user has come through an f affiliate fee uh, and to run affiliate right for example if uh, a wallet has integrated rango and it charges a fee we, we take a small portion of the fee only if the wallet uh, that integrated our api charges that uh, for for now the user our own user interface is uh, not charging any extra fee uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, currently the state. Uh, we also uh, do some uh, other mini project to see what is interesting. For example, when we were deep into the Terra, we had um, uh, we had something. We have a Dex aggregator on Terra, and we what we we did also another project with uh, which was uh, something like Flashbots. Are you uh, are you familiar with Flashbots? Yeah, like to to execute flash loans. No, no, uh, it's a, it's like an MEV client that you you uh, order those transactions. Oh, okay, cool. And that, okay, okay, that's something you guys had set up on Terra. Yeah, yeah, we, we had uh, you you can do a small modification on the tender main to just background the transactions and not allow uh, any front running or sandwiching. So we wanted to be ecosystem friendly and 
uh, on uh, approximately we could generate two million dollars for validators and uh, we could take 10 percent of that so that would be two hundred thousand dollars per year for revenue for Ango. Uh, but after Terra collapse we uh, gave up on that project but we are uh, a mini project to check how generate revenue on the short term but on the longer term uh, the Durango itself the protocol the infrastructure is really uh, valuable so uh, um, yeah. A, a small team uh, that is building a wallet cannot uh, build this infrastructure uh, because it re it's really hard. So uh, what we think in the in the future, in the longer term future, we, we will uh, we are planning to integrate these in as many DEX uh, interfaces and wall especially wallets. So they, they use uh, in our backend and uh, as an infrastructure project, we can route uh, transactions for users and. Uh, get get a fee on 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 our routing and uh, uh, be uh, what do you say share revenue uh, with the interface that is using our infrastructure. Okay, makes sense. Cool. So on wallets, or actually first, so on um, on your point about sort of uh, referral fees for direct integration with wallets, which wallets are you guys integrated with right now, if any? I guess Martin can uh, comment more on that. Yeah, uh, for example, the Tor wallet uh, is one of the wallet also Leap wallet when they were on Terra, uh, they have integrated us. Uh, but right now, after they decided to uh, migrate to Juno, uh, they disabled our DEX, but they will uh, enable uh, Rango very soon. Uh, another project, for example, uh, like DEXs, uh, multi-chain DEXs, uh, for example, like uh, Vaya and Rubik and other protocol have integrated us. Okay, very cool. Um, and then, so does does that mean like at the at the moment? Ah, one of the protocol that use us. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is Arable protocol? Uh, they Harder are joining the AMA. Arable protocol. They uh, they are joining uh, in the. AMA. Oh, cool. They're, they're in here? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Arable Portable. They are using oh, us. right there. Um, awesome. Okay. I'm going to give them a follow. Arable. Very cool. Okay, I'll have to look into that. Um, so, continuing with just, like, wallets, what I want to walk people listening who maybe aren't familiar with, like, what a, a UX experience might look like and how different so like let's say someone were to go to your platform and try and bring an ethereum asset to somewhere in the cosmos um would they be signing those transactions with metamask kepler both um how does it work when you go through multiple ecosystems if if that ever happens what what does that look like for the for the end user uh so it will we are trying to simplify the process as much as possible, it's uh, technically so. It's really depend on the route, uh, to be honest. But uh, if if the user can just uh, sign a transaction on uh, Ethereum and receive it in Kepler wallet, uh, he, he or she doesn't need to sign any transaction with Kepler. For example, if you go from uh, if you currently. Uh, want to go from an ERC20 on Ethereum to Cosmos on Atom, uh, Atom on Cosmos Hub. Uh, we, we have done some batching of transactions. So you do a swap and then uh, swap through sorting. Uh, so, so you just sign a single transaction and receive your tokens. And at the end, uh, in in future, I hope uh, we get the uh, we get the best experience for users. So you just sign a single transaction and receive the tokens on your destination. That that would be the uh, what do you say the the best user interf uh, user experience. If if you compare it to the central exchanges, uh, you you have to open the exchange. You have to deposit the tokens. You have to trade. Uh, and uh, for depositing, for uh, entering the exchange and executing this exchange, you have to uh, read your email, put the code, and put some two-factor two authentication, and wait for your tokens to arrive. But uh, I guess with uh, wallets in future, or using Rango in the backend, you can, you, you should just 
also sign this transaction and receive the tokens, right? So I guess that would be much better than the central exchanges. And with deeper liquidity and with uh, deeper uh, models, for example, order books or Uniswap V3, uh, you, you might not, uh, it's, it's very possible that you get the same uh, rate as the central exchange. So the same rate, but better experience. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so it, it can be as few as one TXs in a lot of cases, but sometimes for more complicated swaps, I would assume also when involving kind of smaller, more niche coins that don't have as many like bridges and swapping options, then you might do multiple TX signatures, correct? Exactly, exactly. And also, yep. if you can, if you can, if you compare Rango with central exchanges, you you don't have to uh, verify yourself. All all of these bridges and all these taxes are uh, based on blockchain, based on decentralized protocol. So you you don't face any uh, censorship from uh, exchanges. For example, if uh, things go bad in the macro economic standpoint in different countries, they uh, they might uh, put in. Uh, economic rep repression policies, for example, capital control, they must shut down uh, central exchanges, but uh, using these decentralized exchanges, uh, you can you, you will not be censored, right? Right, very cool, okay. And then I'm actually not, um, I might've just misunderstood, this might be a dumb question, but I don't use a ton of bridges personally. I'm kind of anchored here in the cosmos for the most part. When I do, I use something like you got your guys' service to make it easy. Um, but, and this is where I might've misunderstood. Are there some bridges that require like some sort of KYC to use? No, no, like, bridges, uh, no. most existing bridges don't, uh, don't have KYC. But but the interfaces in future might put KYC right. The interfaces right. might be nice, but uh, I haven't seen any bridge to uh, put KYC for routing the transaction. And some some of these I have predicted far in the future. If you if you have uh, if you are familiar with sorting, they, they have told their nodes to not to announce their uh exact identity or not to announce themselves pu publicly so if the protocol is uh, to be attacked by some uh, adversary from uh government they, they can't find the uh, people so right right okay very cool speaking of thorchain i feel like they sort of come up a lot whenever I'm either doing a Rango swap or just talking uh, just in the short time I've been talking with you guys here or with other people um it seems like sort of what they are in the unique way they kind of handle being a cross-chain dex do you guys find yourself like uh using them a lot do you notice or do you even are you in contact with the team is there any sort of connection between rango and thor because i feel like they enable a lot of possibilities for you guys such as like is there any alternative that you guys are plugged into if i wanted to pull like bitcoin into another ecosystem because every time i've like done that on rango it's been through thor uh yes there are some alternatives but we really like the implementation and the security model of uh, thor chain so we have and also we were early in the thor chain ecosystem we, we are not in the thor chain technical team but we are very uh what do you say more aligned with them for example yeah. we are uh, very familiar with nine realms one of the teams that are working on store chain but uh, there are some alternatives uh, for the bitcoin and other chains but uh, we have preferred the store chain for now yeah cool which is awesome i think a, a lot of people here in the cosmos are obviously a fan of store chain um, and it definitely enables some cool stuff for your guys particular use case yeah yeah cool um before i go on um i want to see if, if martin wants to jump in with anything and then finally got the the commander back in here let's see if we can get his mic to work on give them a chance to hop in yeah timmy i just noticed one of the protocol that is going to integrate our sdk is swapper uh they are in the tour chain as well uh and the hippo from swapper is here I just noticed. Oh, cool. If they'd, if they'd like to come up and speak, feel free to request. Um, and yeah, com Commander, Rango Commander, would you like to weigh in here? If you've gotten your audio sorted out. Uh, sure. Uh, can you hear me now? 
I heard something. I guess uh, it has connection problems. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, um, Twitter mm. space is a bit buggy. Oh, bummer. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems mm. like something's going on with the connection. We're, we're only hearing bits and pieces. Um, I can hear you guys, but I'm not sure if you can hear me. Sorry, I'm out of the city today. Uh, oh. The last time I wanted yeah. to was not talking. Uh, my app crashed. I don't know why. And Timmy, you asked me about what role I play in Durango. Uh, I can say that I'm not as deep as uh, George on the technical side or as, as adept as Martin on the business side, but I try to help the both sides get connected and uh, help with some technical stuff and also help with integrations and business decisions and those kind of stuff. So I'm trying to uh, help the team to have the same idea and vision. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us. It sounds like your connection has cleared up a bit. That all came through nicely. So maybe maybe Twitter will cut us a break today. <laughs> As I see Martin have a connection issue. <laughs> Gosh, Twitter is... Uh, every single time I start a Twitter space, my app crashes. So you're not alone. Like as soon as I start it and then I have to rush to reconnect. I, I don't know when they'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> Martin, I'll send you another invite. Cool. So I guess what you have right now is like already kind of, um, I think pretty like big and revolutionary. I think just in terms of the UX in particular and just making, navigating the I don't even know how actually how many how many blockchains do you guys support at the moment? Like would you be able to swap between as a rough number? Or ecosystem, whatever the best term might be. Martin, do you have a number? Sorry. Yeah, it's 45 blockchains right now. Uh, with the See, that's, that's yeah, and only gonna grow, right? So Oh, go ahead. Do you want to go, Commander? Uh, no, no, no. I, uh, I wanted to answer you, uh, but Martin answered first. So go on. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, and I can see that number exploding. Um, but other than just adding support for more more chains and bridges as they come, um, do you guys have any big plans for the future? Like uh, I know earlier we talked about sort of reworking the tokenomic model. So that's obviously one thing. Um, anything for people to look forward to, though, or cool new areas you want to sort of branch out into? Uh, any alpha for the cosmonauts here? Um, as I mentioned earlier, we we have we uh, we took a small dive in uh, some sectors, some ideas. But uh, for example, I I mentioned the MEV uh, flashbots, uh, something like flashbots for Cosmos. But now other teams have uh, gone that way. There are some uh, ideas that we are considering, but uh, since it's not uh, final, I cannot promise that. Okay. So, but we really like the Cosmos ecosystem and we might uh, build something on that. Yeah, totally. Um, personally, just from my limited perspective, what do I know? Um, it seems like a great path forward for you guys might be like integrations and more of the referral thing, like just building in your tech to things like wallets, um, even other bridges, maybe like when someone wants to bridge, let's, and maybe they haven't heard about Rango. Let's say they get to that bridging screen and suddenly they have options to bridge well beyond their just initial destination right at the end of the bridge. Um, and you also mentioned uh, Leap Wallet, which is very cool. I think I'm going to be having a space with them soon. They're sort of re-engineering their wallet for the greater cosmos. Do you guys plan to reintegrate with them? Is that on the horizon? Uh, I guess uh, I guess we will integrate them. Martin can comment uh, more specifically on that. We, we I, I remember we integrated Leap when we were on Terra, and then Terra class. We uh, I haven't catched up with that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We will both integrate each other after they uh, migrate completely. Mig migrate to Juno. Okay. Cool. 
Cool. I'm very excited about Leap. I think they're bringing some cool stuff to the table. Um, yeah, they I, are I, a great group. Yeah, sounds like you guys have have a little bit of history with them, so I don't need to preach to the choir. Um, but yeah, just wallets in general and other other sort of front-end user tools. Like I know one way that we got in touch recently um, is I reached out to you guys about uh, the dashboard that we're building for one of our projects, Interchain Info. Um, and it's kind of in the same vein as like wallets. Um, for anyone listening who's not too familiar, um, one of the things Spark IBC is building right now is called Interchain Info. And a part of that is a dashboard that could kind of be thought of as a super wallet. You'll still connect with a wallet. It doesn't have your monomic keys or anything like that, but just an all-in-one sort of easy UI place to manage staking, um, manage bridging transactions, keeping up with analytics on the various things you might be yield farming or or governance, whatever it might be. And so one of the reasons I initially got in touch with the Rango people recently um, was because they seemed like a perfect fit, like on this power user dashboard, super wallet type thing, um, just having something like Rango right there at people's fingertips to easily sort of explore the various ecosystems out there. Uh, I think made a lot of sense. And so it's cool to hear about how one of your revenue streams and just in general, one of the things you work on is integration with wallets and other apps. Um, I I think that's where I can see you guys really blowing up and becoming maybe not like the most well-known name on the surface, but one of the more well-known names to developers where people will be using your stuff under the hood with other protocols and projects without even necessarily knowing it all the time. Um, I could see that being a, a potential future for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Besides our own interface, uh, which is Rango.exchange, we, we really want uh, to uh, enable other D apps and other wallets to uh, get up to a speed faster. Uh, and as you mentioned, you are building a, a super wallet, as you mentioned. We, we want to provide the DEX and bridging interface for, for your uh for your super app right uh and uh, you might also use other infrastructure and pieces for uh each part but uh, we are focusing on uh, improving the developer experience and user experience on on the on the side of the bridging and uh exchanging yeah super cool super cool i i think that's like a, a piece of the puzzle that you guys will easily fit into um Okay, we're approaching the top of the hour here. I want to ask just one last thing, and then we'll open it up to AMAs. We have a couple of people requesting, and anyone who's not, if you want to come up and ask any questions or pick the rango of people's brains, feel free. Um, The last thing I kind of want to talk about is considering you, in my mind, like are sort of Cosmos native being being Terra focused or Terra initially, rather. um, What can like people in the Cosmos do to sort of support you guys or get the word out um, aside from just for me, or maybe the best answer is just, you know, bookmark your page, make it top of people's minds when they want to do bridging or more complicated swaps between chains. Um, Cause I think what's cool is it, it doesn't even necessarily need to be uh, crazy non IBC multi hopping bridges, even just getting around between different places in the cosmos can be like done with the best prices and like uh, a more seamless UX with you guys. But um, what do you guys hope to like get out of the Cosmos community? How could myself, um, others sort of help you grow, whether it's through connections, through feedback, maybe do you guys have a channel for um, suggestions, that sort of thing? Um, Yeah, what can we do for you? Uh, what comes to my mind is that uh, a lot of projects, such as your project, your super wallet project, uh, and many other uh, D apps and uh, app chains that are that will launch and are launching in the Cosmos ecosystem on Terra, on Juno, uh, on Osmosis, etc. If uh, if you are launching a D app or interface, you, you can uh, just plug in the Rango for your specific users. Uh, for example, in your D app, we can provide the infrastructure, routing, transaction, tracking the transaction, and uh, uh, providing the info for you as the developer or to the if you can you want you can show it to the user. So uh, we would really appreciate if uh, any D app uh, that is or app chain that is building on Cosmos to integrate our service because uh, uh, we have put a lot of work on. 
uh, building IBC transactions, tracking the transactions, having uh, a good routing system in the Cosmos ecosystem. So uh, I guess that would be great if we uh, get integrated into as many dApps and app chain interfaces that are uh, in the Cosmos ecosystem. I guess, I guess Martin can add to that. Uh, yeah, you know, we are playing a vital role in the uh, Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, we bring this uh, interoperability between EVM to non-EVM blockchains. Uh, so as uh, George said, uh, I think the best way that uh, the Cosmos ecosystem uh, users can help us is to introduce us into other blockchain, into other dApps and projects that they are looking for multi-chain feature. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think that's a, that's a really solid answer. Just to make sure that doesn't fall on deaf ears too, for anyone listening now or later through Terra spaces, um, that doesn't just go for builders and devs. Like if you are just an investor, an active person here on Twitter, uh, an educator about these sort of things, whatever. Um, what I would recommend is if you haven't already, just go play around with Rango, do do a TX or two, maybe even just kind of play around with the UI. Like I said, it, it's pretty self-explanatory what's going on once you play with it, even if you don't make a swap. Um, get your head around, uh, or wrap your head around like exactly what they are and how they work. And then just keep a mind out, like as you uh, discover new projects, make friends throughout the ecosystems. Um, you know, when you see an opportunity for these services, a bridge and dex aggregator to be integrated, um, shout it out. I think that's probably the, the best way we can be of help, sounds like. Sweet. So um, is there anything before I let a couple of people come up for some questions as we round out the hour here? Is there anything you guys wanted to add that I maybe missed? Uh, not that any comes to my mind. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the time that you put in. Thank you very much. Awesome. Sweet. So yeah, let's go ahead. Um, Sharutbuck, I'll get you up here first. Uh, and then Grits, I know you as well. Um, but go ahead, shoot, shoot. Uh, hey guys, yeah, I've been using Rango since uh, a little bit before the, the Terra collapse, and it actually helped me get uh, some of my old USTC out and into a profitable position. Um, so my question around that is when I was doing some of those swaps, when things were kind of volatile, um, what, what I think would be an interesting feature is, I know you talked about MEB, but like when I was doing some of those swaps, I, you know, sometimes I'd catch, be really lucky and maybe I'd be swapping like, you know, a hundred bucks or something like that. But then just because of the opportunities or the, the jumps, um, I had ended up with like 107 bucks or something like that. So obviously you can't do it at like, sorry, I just ran up the stairs. Um, Obviously, you can't do that with like really large values, but is there any way to like potentially like say, hey, here's a coin that I'm looking to swap and I'm just like kind of like fishing for ARB opportunities and almost have your platform, you know, say, hey, if I want to take Adam, well, if you take Adam from, you know, X to Y, you could make, you know, in that instance, like seven bucks or, you know, a hundred bucks, seven bucks is 7%. So is there any way to like kind of, seek out those opportunities without actually having to go through and potentially, you know, do the atom two and then like kind of cycle through coins. Um, is there any way like the API could just like almost blast it out to, I don't know, maybe like a hundred routes and say, Hey, if you want to swap to, you know, ETH on Arbitum, you turn your hundred dollars worth of Atom into $107 worth of ETH. Okay, got it. Good question. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, to be honest about the ar arbitrage side, uh, whenever uh, arbitrage happens, the technical uh, people uh, jump in faster. As you mentioned, you, you wanted to take some arbitrage, but uh, the opportunity uh, disappears very fast. So uh, after the uh, uh, the arbitrages, those people who run a node and uh, are connected to a node, they they can do the transaction uh, much, much faster than a user. And once the transaction ordering uh, comes uh, by other protocols that are uh, developing on Cosmos, the ar arbitrage opportunity almost disappears for uh, end users, right? It will all go, all go to the protocol. So uh, in the end, that, that, would be, uh, that wouldn't be that much possible for the user. But what we can do to help users is that, for example, you want to uh, go from uh, one chain, uh, for example, I don't know, for, from Atom to, say, 
another token on uh, Cosmos ecosystem, say Akash. Okay, you want to go from Atom to Akash. Which which route is better? Is it better to Osmosis through Say Network or through Kujira order books? Uh, we can find that for you. So or or maybe as you said, break it into three parts and execute that for you, and you receive uh, on the end uh, Akash on the on the destination uh that, that, that we can do okay we, we cannot do arbitrage uh because that won't be viable once these uh, mev systems go online and sure. also uh yeah and if you, if you if you remember people taking arbitrage on the luna luna pairs uh from the interface uh, from the ui that that was because uh, uh probably the mevers the arbitrages weren't uh, technically uh up to up to date that time okay so uh it's not a viable long-term uh value proposition sure also um i really love the i wish you'd re-unlock like the badges that was kind of an interesting feature you know you like do a swap of x amount of dollars or do a swap of you know this particular token that was always i i think kind of gamifying the you know the bridging and swapping experience was kind of kind of neat um similar to like i don't know if some people use the crypto.com app but they have similar like they call them like missions and like they're just like certain tasks you can do and you you know you gain uh you know these weird in in app points on crypto.com so i thought i thought your badge the badges are are an interesting kind of feature of your site which is which is kind of cool to kind of browse through and see like what you've completed uh, thank you very much really appreciate it and uh, i'm very happy that, to hear that you were uh before you 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 knew, knew us before the Terra collapse because uh, a lot of the community was on Terra and uh, most of, a lot of them disappeared. But really happy to hear that you are still around. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks, guys. I I actually have a quick question based off something um, th that you replied with there of like you mentioned splitting it into three parts. I hadn't thought about this before. I'm far from a whale, so I've never ran into it. But do you mean like if you're trying to swap a large amount and liquidity might be an issue that Rango could split that TX across multiple DEXs or did I misunderstand? Yeah, that, that's the uh, yeah, that's the approach, but it's not integrated in the short term if uh, maybe may longer, longer term, right? Because the interchain transactions are a bit uh, uh, under development and the tech is not ready, but uh, currently, but when the tech becomes ready, we can uh, do that too. It's okay. something in the future, far future, but yeah, that's possible. Okay, yeah, super cool. I think that would be an awesome, awesome uh, like feature to add. Definitely something to look forward to. Um, okay, cool. A couple of the other people who had their hands up have since retracted them, which I'm guessing means we may have covered their questions uh, in the in the bulk of our spaces here. Um, but last chance, if anyone wants to pop up, ask any final questions or get clarification on anything, now's the time. Um, and if not, I'll sort of start with an outro here, but still feel free to throw up a hand or request to speak if you'd like. Um, but I think this has been awesome. Um, I definitely would love to do another space with you guys, you know, in like a month or two um, or maybe a little longer. Who knows? But just kind of keep up with your progress. And I personally will definitely keep a mind out towards. Um, you know, I talk with quite a few projects these days for various reasons. And whenever I see the opportunity to maybe shout out a possible Rango integration, um, I will definitely be doing that because I think I think what you guys have tech wise and just like on, on the surface face value is obviously very cool. But if I can do my little one minute rant I do every now and then, I think all of Web3 is still incredibly ignorant to the normie. The people who have not been in crypto for for years and doesn't understand bridges, doesn't want to deal with it, doesn't understand X, Y, Z. And so I think tools like yours are actually one of the most important like steps forward to a more generalized and usable Web3. And I'm just super excited for what you guys are doing. I think making complicated things, uh, which the whole concept of the interchain, not just IBC and Cosmos, but just bridging between different ecosystems has sort of added yet another layer of complexity to that puzzle. And so the more we can sort of abstract that away for the end user with the type of tooling that you guys have put together, 
it it's going to be a massive benefit going forward, like more than I think the average person would give it credit for when it comes to sort of mass adoption. Um, so I'm a huge fan, as always. If there's anything I or Spark can ever uh, do for you guys, please reach out. We'll happily do a follow up spaces later down the road. Um, but other than that, I think this has been great. We touched on everything I wanted to talk on. Uh, seems like nobody has questions. Um, if anybody listening to the Terra Spaces recording later is more curious and wants to dig in, A, go play around with the platform, but B, feel totally free to shoot myself a message. Or um, if people want to contact you, should they maybe try the main account or go for Martin? Or what would be the best way to, let's say, give you guys feedback or get in touch about potential integrations or partnerships? Where Where are your preferred channels? Uh, you can uh, contact this main account. Also, you can contact Martin or you can join our Telegram and uh, contact one of the admins. But Telegram is uh, the, a lot of scammers are lurking around te- Telegram. So um, maybe it's better if you are in Twitter, just hit, hit us a message. Cool. And do you guys, um, I guess Telegram, obviously, just for staying up to date on stuff. Um, do you guys also maintain like a Discord you'd recommend people check out or? Anything else like that? No, no. We publish most of our updates on Twitter and also on Telegram. We don't have a Discord yet. Cool. Okay. I think that's fine. Keep it simple. All right. Well, that was almost perfectly an hour. So I think we'll go ahead and spin this down. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, I'm going to check out Arable Protocol later when I get a chance. That's a new name. Um, and yeah, to everyone else, um, make sure to give Terra Spaces a follow to kind of support uh, the recordings of these spaces and also stay up to date on what's going on. And then they actually weren't in here today, but in general, a good way to stay up with the various spaces is to follow the Cosmos Spaces account on Twitter as well. Um, other than that, I'll just sort of remind people that Spark IBC has a validator live on Juno, and we're adding a couple other networks day by day. So whenever you're going through a stake list or get some new delegations, make sure to check out for check out our name, and uh, you'll help support more spaces like this where we check out cool projects, try and give them exposure, make connections. And yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks so much to Rango for joining, um, both Martin and yourself. What, what was your name again on the main account? I apologize. George, George. No George. All right, guys. Well, we'll be in touch. And to everyone else, thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And thanks everyone for joining. Thank you very much. See you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Connecting Web3 Beyond IBC with Rango Exchange, hosted by Tendermint Timmy, recorded on Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the 
birds do. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. In the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Channel spaces.